the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Hi there. I am so thankful. You know, it's so wonderful. Here I am again, and here you are again, and I'm so happy that we're here together. And I know your time is valuable, and I know that, uh, you know, either you were switching dials and just you know, happen to fall upon this show or you're a regular listener, or maybe this is just your second try. I don't know, but God knows. And there is no coincidence here. You are here because there is something here for you. And I'm going to do my part to be diligent and to be an open vessel to be used for his glory. And I know that this season is very, very trying for a lot of people. I know because, you know, we have storms and then we have rainbows. And I know that sometimes we're in the stormy season of our lives and sometimes we're in the rainbow season. And as Rick Warren puts it, it's his life. He says, our life is like a railroad track. There's two tracks and they're running down the the path simultaneously. And we can have really, really wonderful blessings happening right alongside some things that are just really, really tough. Does that fit? Can you relate? I know for me, I have some wonderful blessings happening, and I have some other things that are not so much fun and could really get me down if I let it. People say, wow, you're really handling this really well. Do I have a choice? I mean, seriously, I guess I do. I have a choice. I could get really mad and angry and and just, you know, flip out. Or I can say, you know what? I'm going to do all I can. I can I'm going to focus on what I have control over, and then I'm going to put it in God's hands. And that's what I'm choosing to do. Now, you have a choice on what you do with your situation also, don't you? You have a choice of what you're going to do. So today, we're going to talk about accountability. You know, every week I'm thinking, what's a life lesson this Lord this week, Lord? You know, what, what is it that you want to teach me this day, this moment, this week, this year even, right? Sometimes it's the year lesson. But accountability, you know, I run a business and I have 85 I can't even believe saying that number, but I have 85 employees right now at Ecola Termite Pest Management, and we need, by the way, we need 21 more. I'm ordering 10 new trucks, and I need 21 more people. Are you one of those? I hope so. I hope you come join our team. You need a clean driving record, and you need to have a great attitude. The skill set, we can help you with. We will train you, but you need to have a clean driving record. You can't really have a jail record. I'm sorry, but you can't. I've had some people connect with me, and we do fingerprinting, FBI, and we're so highly regulated that, and because we're entering people's homes, there's this security and this concern about who we're allowing to come in. And you might be 
a totally different person, and I get that. But sometimes our consequence for actions um, have ramifications, and I'm sorry for that. But for those that can or desire or not sure, please contact termitelady.com. There is an application there you can fill out and be a part of our team, and I hope you join us. And I have people that have been with E. coli for a very long time, and it's because that's important. It's important to our culture. It's important to us because we feel there is uh, relationships and connections with our customers, and we want to make sure that we don't have to retell the story every single week or month or year. We want, you know, isn't it nice when you can have the same person come to your house every year, year after year, and and take care of your issues if it's yearly uh, termite uh, issue. But if it's a pest control and you're on a monthly, every other month or quarterly, we have them all. Uh, just give us a call. We'll be happy to help you. TermiteLady.com, 877-332-2847. I've not really done that before, but there you go. So we're talking about accountability. And the reason this is so on top of my mind right now is I've hired a new operations manager and I have a key staff. I used to be me that did probably three or maybe four hats out of this uh section of work right now and now i'm delegating i'm delegating to these people i'm hiring them and i'm paying them of course and they have job responsibilities that are taking them off my shoulder and i'm putting them on theirs and so with that how do you deal with that how do you work that out to where results happen where you actually get the results you want well you have to be clear we're going to go through these steps and so i don't want to get ahead of myself but accountability uh every monday we have a staff meeting, and at the staff meeting, it used to be me and three people, and then it was three and four people, and then it was five people, and now it's up to seven people, and we're almost needing an eighth person, so I don't know. And I love to train within and grow from within and promote from within. I think it's important that we do that, and those biblical principles are those that do well with little get more, right? That's a biblical principle, and we work on that. That is our strategy. That's what we do is, is we want to give more to those that deserve more. If, if, if there's somebody that can't handle what they have already, you don't really want to throw more on them because they're not going to get what they had already done. What makes us think that they're going to do more? But then there's those busy beavers, those busy bees, that no matter what you give them, they're going to get it done. Now, I also believe that in the, in the business world and even personally is that each one of us was created for a specific purpose. Do you believe that? You were created for a specific purpose. In the Bible, it talks about that. And I want to make sure that the people that I put on certain departments, that they have the gift set, they have the skill set and the gift set to handle the load and to be um, successful. Doesn't it feel good when you can do a job that doesn't feel like a job and, and, and uh, shine? You know, shine at what you do. You know, when you're really good at something, it means that you probably have that gift or that skill set, but you have that gift. And I need, (laughs) you have to have a bookkeeper, right? You have to have somebody that does payroll. You have to have somebody that can deal with advertising marketing. You have to have somebody that deals with operations. Now, if you look at those things, okay, usually a person that's a good salesperson usually isn't good with paperwork. A person that's good with sales is usually not good with they're good with the numbers as far as making the numbers, but as far as dealing with the day-to-day numbers, it's not fun for them. They want to be talking. They want to be showing. They want to be out there and pave, pounding the pavement and having that DNA challenge, right, where a bookkeeper wants to make those numbers work and they have to be right and, and you know they have to be in the right column and all of those things. So each of us have 
gifts, spiritual gifts. We have them, and we need to know what they are so that we can shine. Okay, so I really, really highly recommend that each one of you understand that whatever you were good at at school and whatever you like doing the most, whatever is passionate in your mind and your heart, go after those things, okay? Go, go do things that are going to build that up in you, okay? That's just a side note. We weren't even into our, our show yet. And if you're tuning in right now, thank you so much for doing so, whether you're in San Diego or you're in Ventura or you're in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, Lompoc, uh, Santa Barbara. Oh, I could just name so many places. Orange County, that's where I grew up. Thank you so much for joining in with us today. I so appreciate it. And my friends in London, uh, thank you so much for listening because you tell me you listen, and I'm, I'm just happy that we can touch base this way. And Facebook is so wonderful, isn't it? It's a time sap, but, you know, it's fun. It's fun. So we're talking about accountability, and I have quite a few different articles here and whatnot because I'm, I'm thinking about my seven people around my big table, right? And I'm thinking, how do I get the most out of this moment, this meeting? We don't want to make it too long, but we want to make it count. And how do we make people around this table accountable? How do I get them to do what we want them to get done? How do they own up to it, right? And so uh, I want to talk about accountability because, you know, it's really uncomfortable for me. To say, you know, I asked for this project and it's not here. Isn't it supposed to be here by now? Because you have to give a deadline, right? You know, I need this done. I need it by when? Okay. And then when somebody doesn't do it, what do you do? You know, it's kind of a tough place. You know, it's like, ooh, that tough conversation. But we have to have them and we have to understand that we are going to hold each other accountable. And there's so many different levels of accountability. There's our spiritual accountability, like are we living a godly life? There is our personal Accountability. Are we being true, faithful? Are we being loving, kind? Our Christian accountability. Are we living a Christian life? There's so many areas. And then in the business world, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing it right the first time? Why, why not do it right the first time? So there's accountability for that, right? If we have to go out and do retreats, if we have to go back and go back and go back, we've lost all money, profit. There's no profit anymore on that. Plus the customer's upset and so on and so forth and so forth, right? So we want to make sure we do it right the first time. And we have to make sure that everybody understands the expectations that are in front of us. So I have a a developing authentic leaders and passionately engaged teams. Uh, since 1990. And this is Bird Badget or Baguette, CSP. Uh, Larry Cole, PhD, Michael Cole, PhD, uh, Bird Baguette, I hope I'm not ruining his name, CSP. And uh, this article is talking about, it is important for you to consider one question before reading this article. Do you have the necessary courage to exhibit personal accountability? You may feel tempted to flippantly answer affirmatively, but you may want to examine the consequences associated with being accountable before answering. Accountability means you are responsible to somebody or for something. Second, being responsible means that you cause something to happen. Third, exhibiting accountability as seen through the eyes of your coworkers, looks like the following. So you can take a personal inventory of where you fit in this. And listen, could you just do this for yourself? Be honest with yourself on where you are right now because the beauty in this show and the beauty in this whole thing is that life does not end at this moment for most of us. And so we have an opportunity to take another breath, to have another smile, to give another hug and another I love you, but also to make changes. You know, we're getting near the end of a year, right? So we're going to start a new year. And each day is a new morning, right? So we have a chance 
to start anew every single morning. So when we do an assessment like this, it's not to beat you up. It's not to beat me up. It's to say, I can do better than I've been doing. So it's an awareness, isn't it? It's an awareness for us to be better. And I don't know about you, but I'm striving for excellence each and every day. My employees are striving for excellence each and every day. And the only way you can do that is by understanding and identifying where you are right now to understand where you want to go. And then you have to have a goal in order to know when you've reached it. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on KKLA or KDAR or KPRZ or there's so many other stations out there I can't even mention them all. But thank you so much for joining in with us today on the Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word dot com. And if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you've been here a while, have you gone to the Sue Free's website? Because if you have not, understand that I'm making some changes. I was on there yesterday, I was on there today, and we're gonna make some phenomenal changes to the website so i want you all make a mental note but i want you all to go on there and then after you do that i want you to connect with me by emailing me on the site and saying what you think what you you know please be critical and tell me what you think what you feel and what you want okay and then uh that's going to be a help to me because i need to know all right so there um i, I want to tell you there's one new thing that's coming is that people have asked me you know sue how do you how do you do what you do and I'm like, I don't know. I just do what I have to do, right? But they say, what do you do? And so I had to, like, think about the habits that I have. Because habits, when you create new habits, and this is accountability, right? Accountability for habits. If you want to start a new habit, you have to be accountable, right? So this is part of this. But I have some habits that I do on a regular, everyday basis. One of them is I drink a special drink. And this drink, it's Sunrider. And I'm telling you this because if you want to know more about it, you can go to suefreeze.com. Com, and you can get more information. Now, I'm putting all of the things that I do or use on my website so that I'm endorsing them in some way. And if you want to use the products, learn more about the products, or you'd like to be a distributor, because these are all network marketing, and I know some people have a bad feeling about that, but really, it's okay. And uh, if you want to get involved and make some extra money, these are things you can do from your home. And I know that I have, I have quite a few people that really are kind of housebound, and they can't really leave their home. But you know what? We, we can't think. Can't, we can't focus on what we can't do. If I can say anything, if there's one golden nugget that you get out of this right now, is that focus on what you can do. Focus, is, focus on the blessings. Okay? Focus on what you can do. And if you can talk on the phone, okay, you can, or if you can use your fingers to go on the Internet, you can actually make money. And so if you are in need of money because you're out of a job, pick something you believe in and do it. But you have to believe in it. If you don't believe in it, don't do it, okay? Because then that's not okay. But the products and the companies that I'm putting on my website are companies that I have been utilizing and doing business with for a long time. I have a lipstick company that I use because I don't like sticky lipstick and I don't like to kiss and have it go off. Uh, I like things that stay on a long time, so I have a lipstick that stays on a long time, and it's not drying to my lips, and I love it. I also have a, a product. It's an a herbal tea that I figured it out, and I've been drinking this tea for over 25 years, and it's daily. Every day, my kids make fun of me because I'm always carrying around this big jug, um, but I carry it everywhere. Every picture I have with my kids and whatnot has this silly little jug of tea um, but I drink this thing every day because it's really healthy and it makes me feel really good and I think it's one reason why I'm trim 
is because of this. And my skin, you know, people comment on my skin and my slenderness. Um, I'm not skinny, but I'm slender. And so I'm just saying that there are products that I am endorsing and letting you know about because people ask me, you know, what do you what do you do? And so I thought, well, why not share this information with you? Because if it's good enough for me, I feel it's good enough for you. So there you have it. Okay. Side note, didn't even know I was going to say that. But it's brand new. It's not even up yet, but it's going to be up there very soon because I just talked to the web guy today. So I'm excited about that. So here it is. Uh, this is what, uh, through the eyes of your coworkers, and it doesn't have to be coworkers, does it? It could be eyes of people that you know, people that you deal with. If you're in a mommy me class or you're in a church group, it could be any of those. It doesn't have to be a coworker. But accepting complete responsibility for your behavior. Ask yourself that question. Do you accept complete responsibility for your behavior? I know people, I've lived with people that don't. And I have to tell you, it's the most frustrating thing of all is somebody that can't just accept responsibility for their their own doing, right? It's like, you know, accept responsibility. Say you're sorry. Let's move on. Okay? Learn from it. Move on. Meeting exceeding agreed upon expectations. That's driving for excellence. That's doing better today than you did yesterday. And hopefully you're going to do better tomorrow than you did today. This is a thinking change for some. This is a belief system that that can be life-changing for you if you catch it. Some of you will, some of you won't. My job is to put it out there. So I'm putting it out there to you. Admitting mistakes. If you make a mistake, admit it. Just admit it. I have employees that don't admit they made a mistake. And then I have others that I just, I just adore because, you know, we're not perfect. I make mistakes, but I admit that I make mistakes. And it's okay. I'm human. It's much easier to love and care for somebody that... It, understands they're human you know anyway just saying admitting limitations of knowledge i tell my new hires that when you start getting on the phone i don't expect you to know everything about a roach a rodent a a mouse I, i don't expect you to know all this and i have no problem with you telling the customer or potential customer on the other end of the line when they ask you a question you don't know i'm empowering you and giving you the freedom to say i'm new I don't have the answer, but I know how to get the answer. Can you hold, please, and I'll get that answer answered for you. I'm okay with that. Now, there's some places that'll say, oh, don't you dare say that you're new. But I don't agree with that. That's not my philosophy. If you're new, you're new. You know, if you don't have the answer, say you don't have the answer. It doesn't mean you don't care. Find the answer. Get the answer. I don't have all the answers. But if somebody asks me a question, I'm going to tell them, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I tell people, connect with me. I might not have the answer, but I have resources, right? I have somewhere I can go to try to get that for you. That's all I'm saying. So I don't think we have to say any more about accepting complete responsibility for your behavior. Your choices are your choices. Integrity or doing what is right, because that's the right thing to do, is the Epitome of accepting responsibility. As this article is being written, we're working with a company that has an extensive safety program. In spite of their safety program, we learned about several supervisors who intentionally violated safety procedures in their haste to complete the task as quickly as possible. Clearly, such a breach of integrity constitutes a lack of being accountable. To make matters worse, the message sent to the employees is devastating and dangerous. See, I don't want that to happen in my company. That did not happen in my company. I'm reading this from an article, and it's an observation that happened when they were looking at accountability. So uh, 
I'm not going to say that that this isn't something we need to look at because we need to look at every avenue. But when you're put in a position, here's another thought that just came to mind from here, is that when you're put into a position of leadership or management, there are eyes watching you. They might not say that they disagree with something, but down deep it might cause them to really not want to work for you anymore. I have found that employees don't leave because of money. They believe they leave because of lack of belief and trust in a situation or a person. And the person that can change the most in any situation is the managers. Okay. And it starts at the top all the way down. So understand the importance of your position, no matter who you are and what position you're in, that you are supposed to do the right thing, not sometimes, but all the time. And if you're not sure what the right thing is, say that you're not sure of what the right thing is to do, but go get the answers you need in order to, you know, do the right thing. Because we don't know everything. Well, at least I don't know everything. Maybe you think you know everything. I don't know. Meeting and exceeding expectations. Know the expected results to be achieved. Man, that's good, isn't it? We need to know what the expected results are to be achieved are in any situation. See, here's the thing. The Sue Freeze thinking is in any confrontation, any uh, litigation, anything that I'm doing, whether it's buying, selling, whatever I'm doing, I'm always listening for the win-win. I'm focused on what the win-win. In order to get there, I need to really truly understand the person that I'm in, in this negotiation or in this conversation with. So right now, I'm in a conversation with you, but it's one-sided because I don't know who you are and you can't talk back to me. I can only talk to you. But I'm really interested on what the win-win is. And for me, I have a relationship with my Heavenly Father. I hope you do too. And if you don't, he's waiting. He's waiting for you. Right now, he's, why not? This is the best time of all, right now. We don't have a promise of tomorrow. We don't have a promise of a next minute. You never know. But I know I have a personal relationship with my Heavenly Father. And for some reason, I had to stop everything I was thinking about because there's someone right here, right now, that's needing to know or hear this word. Is that he's waiting for you right now. And you might be in the pit of the pits. And you might think you got it all together, but you really don't. All I know is that he's waiting for you and he's wanting to be number one in your heart, in your mind. You know, when you have that personal relationship, it makes things so much better. Does it make it perfect? No. Are you going to go through trials and tribulations? Absolutely. Let me tell you firsthand. You're going to go through all kinds of trials and tribulations. But if I'm going to go through trials and tribulations, I guarantee you I'm going to want to do it with my Heavenly Father right beside me who can pick me up. He can be right beside me so I know that I'm not going it alone. Because, you know, alone is not so fun. I've been there. I've done it. I can tell you right now. And you might be there right now feeling very isolated. And that's what the devil wants for you is to feel isolated like you just have no way out. You have a way out. And his name is Jesus. Powerful, powerful messages. We will be back right after this brief, brief break. Hi, Sue Freeze, the Termite Lady here. It's been my privilege to serve my community for 32 years as owner of E. coli Termite and Pest Control. Family is one of the most important things in my life, so you can imagine my panic when my little boy Tyson stopped breathing for the first time when he was two years old. It was the most terrifying thing I'd ever experienced. In an instant, Tyson had become a statistic. One in eight children in California who suffers from life-threatening asthma. 
Those of you who listen to my radio show understand that I'm not a victim. I'm a mover, I'm a doer, and I'm a believer. And so I did what I had to do. I set out to find out why Tyson was suffering those horrific asthma attacks, and the journey was powerful and illuminating. I learned so much about how asthma attacks can be prevented, how you can make your home a healthier, happier environment, and how you can emerge from challenging situations like this even stronger and more powerful than you ever could imagine. I've shared my family's story in my new book, Learning to Breathe, available now on my website, www.suefreezespeltlikefries.com. If you or someone you love suffers from asthma, this is a book you must read. Please order your copy today. And for more information about effective alternatives to traditional pest control, please call us at Ecola 800-332-2847. We'd love to help you take care of your home and your family too. Learning to Breathe, available now at SueFreeze.com. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E.C.O.L.A. Termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Free Show. Thank you, E. Cola, Termite Pest Management Services, for sponsoring the show. And if you'd like to sponsor the show, it doesn't cost a whole lot. And it's really well worth it for those that think that they might want to get a touch of radio. You know, maybe, you want, maybe you're in a business and you're thinking, what about radio? What about radio? Let me help you out. I've been doing this a long time. And this is a great place to just get your toe in the water. Okay? You don't have to take this complete leap of faith and spend all that money. You can try this out. And that's sometimes the best thing to do. You don't always have to go full on in. You can do this just a little bit at a time. And Sue Free Show is a great place to try that out. And I can give you so much information and help because I've been doing this a long time. I advertise quite a bit. Anyway, so side note. And Learning to Breathe, I already talked about a little bit, but it's a book that I wrote when I had a very, very tragic accident, uh, shattered my right leg, didn't know what the future held for me. And I was competing, dancing at the time and riding horses is how it happened And Anyway, so I was laying there on the couch thinking, what can I do? Because the doctor said I'm going to have to lay here for quite a long time because I couldn't put any weight on that leg for a long time. So wheelchair, you know, walker, crutches, and then there I go. Um, during that time, I wrote a book called Learning to Breathe. And breathe, that word breathe, just just breathing is so important to life, isn't it? Think about it. Simple, right? But it's so important to life. And learning how to breathe, learning to breathe. Is something I have to remind myself because I get so excited so often. I just get like on this huge treadmill, which I don't like treadmills. But you know what I mean? I just get revved up really quick, really fast. People say I make coffee nervous. That's kind of how exciting I get and passionate I am about what I do. So sometimes I just have to say, breathe, Sue, breathe. Like right now. Breathe, Sue. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm better now. Okay. So um, asthma. It's a terrible thing, and more and more and more kids and adults are dying of it every day. And so if you want more information, if you want to get more educated because you have somebody that you love that 
might be facing this, um, it's a really good book. And I'm not saying that because I wrote it. It's got a lot of heart in it. It's got a lot of knowledge in it. It's got a lot of story in it. Uh, you know, I'd love for it to be made into a movie. I'm just putting it out there in the universe. But, uh, you know, I'd love for it to be a movie. And when I wrote it, I was thinking it was going to be a movie. So who knows what the future holds there. So getting back to this meeting and exceeding expectations. Meet exceed these expectations proactively. What does that mean? Don't just sit back. It means be proactive. Think about it ahead of time. You know, you have to constantly be thinking about this. Volunteer to assist whenever possible. Encourage feedback regarding your performance. Use the feedback offered to improve performance if we want to get better what's the best way to do that you know time on the floor when you're dancing it's time on the floor if you're on a horse it's time in the saddle if you're on a bike it's time in the saddle or time on the seat right and so you need time and you have to assess the accomplishment and say okay what's the next mark what's the next goal you know and 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 improve as you go along there is no time for laziness when you're being accountable the choice is yours Are you going to be a peak performer or a lazy team member? Remember the strength of every chain is determined by the strength of its weakest link. I asked my my key staff there, who's the weakest link? In every department, we are naming the weakest link. And in order for us to know that, my managers need to be on top of their game because they really need to assess their team, right? And when you're, you know, I coached soccer when the kids were younger. Loved it. Didn't know anything about soccer, but it was a wonderful, wonderful lesson for me. And I loved it. It was just so much fun, fun to see the kids get better. It was awesome. I just loved it. Especially when they'd kick the ball going the wrong way when they were like five years old. It's like, no, the other way. But it was so much fun. Those of you that have soccer kids, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's so much fun. And those times come and go so quickly. So enjoy while you're there. Sometimes I think, oh, my gosh, another soccer game. Oh, my gosh. I have snack duty today. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? And, you know, I miss those times. I mean, the kids are 34 and 31, but I miss those times. So embrace them. That's all I'm saying. So I, I say to my, my uh, key staff, you know, I'll say, who's the weakest link, right? Because we need to know who the weakest link is. Then the next question is, is can we make this weakest link stronger? Can we make them bigger and better? And is that a training issue or is it a lazy issue, right? Is that person have the desire to strive for better? If they do, then we need to give them the tools and equip them to be successful. But if we can't, then we need to let them go and let them go somewhere else where they can shine, right? That's, that's a tough call. But that's what we need to do. So in this article, um, it is suggesting that each person take a little quiz. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach the quiz to this podcast. And so you can go on and you can actually download the quiz and you can take the quiz and find out where you are. So hint number one, be ready to accept the facts. If you should learn that your coworkers do not perceive you as being as accountable as you do, accept their perception and work to change it. So this, this test is for you to take, but also for you to ask some of your friends, coworkers, family members even. On, on their take on this. You know, when I've done assessments on my business and I've had outside consultants come in and do evaluations or, you know, to do something, they're going to talk to my employees and they're going to ask my employees questions in order to get the information that they need to bring to me to help me how I can be better with my company, right? And so I, I started thinking about that. Thing. I'm paying these people to come in and ask my resources, my employees, that have the answers. So why am I hiring these outside people to come in and paying them money when I could just ask my employees myself? Really? Yeah. Yeah. The answers are right in front of us sometimes. They're right in front of us. And we just don't even ask the question. Personal relationships. I've said this before, but it's been a long time, so I'm going to bring it up because I have a lot of new listeners. All right? And I'm going to say this. In your marriage, if you go to your spouse and you say, 
How am I doing right now? And you could be more specific than that. How am I doing right now in this arena? From one to 10. And your spouse says, a six. And you're thinking you're at a nine. Huh? Happens all the time, right? You're thinking everything's fine. No arguments today. It's a good day, right? Yeah, but she said a six. You're thinking a nine. Boy, there's a disconnect there somewhere, right? So then what's the next question? How can I get the six to a nine or even maybe an eight or maybe even just a seven at this point, right? And then that person can answer or not, but hopefully they'll answer because they care and they want to make it better too. And then you're going to get some really good information. And then you have the choice of ignoring, which is hint number two on this survey thing. They're saying hint number one is, you know, you take it and you do something about it. Hint number two is to the degree you believe your coworkers or your spouse or your friends or whomever are wrong and deny their data may be the degree they are absolutely right. We often defend our bruised ego by pointing fingers instead of accepting the brutal truth. Okay, so when you ask this question, how am I doing, honey? Or how am I doing, coworker? How am I doing Okay, as a leader? How am I doing as a leader? Okay, would you follow me, really? If I, walk, if I turn around, is there anybody following me? That's a true definition of a leader is when you turn around and who's following, right? So I'm going to connect this quiz so that you can get this information, all right? But ask that question. Even your kids. As a mom, how am I doing? Oof, be ready, okay? Uh, You know, how can I improve, kids? How can I improve as a parent? And if they say you can, you know, raise my curfew to 11 when it's 9, that's not necessarily what you're really asking, right? But how am I doing? You know, do I I have an anger problem? You know, do I flip out? You know, um, am I clear in my expectations? Do I... Do I praise? Do I reward? Do I tell you how wonderful you are? You know, those types of things, okay? Or am I only looking for the bad, okay? One of the things with me, because I'm a problem solver and I want solutions, I want to get to the resolve, I want to, results, I'm results-oriented, you know, and and, uh, I tend to look for the problems because I want to fix them. But if you're always looking at the problems, you're missing an opportunity to applaud or praise the successes, the hurdles that we've accomplished. And I'm finding that in my nature, that I'm not focused in that arena as much. And sometimes people just want to have recognition that they've done a good job today, right? Wow, that was awesome that you made that phone call and got that money today. And that was awesome that you came to work today. No, I'm just kidding. I hope we come to work, you know, when we're supposed to go to work. That's really requirement, isn't it? It's an expectation. It's a requirement. Would your coworker agree that you are accountable? Okay, admitting mistakes is really important. Here, admitting limitations of knowledge, okay, here's something that they write here, and I think it's really good. Accepting responsibility for your lack of knowledge takes courage. Many individuals attempt to fake it when it would be in their best interest to admit, I don't know the answer, but I will find out, right? Just like I said earlier. Unless you are a very good actor, people recognize when you're faking it, and and that spells trouble for you. Here's the consequences. Every action has a consequence as you read the following list of advantages and disadvantages decide which reputation you want in the workplace or at home for that matter here's the list you're not trusted you're not respected you send the message that you don't care about your coworkers or your company you may be considered lazy your actions may derail your career there's nothing on that list i want how about you advantages of being accountable exceed the disadvantages here you go you are trusted You're respected. You send the message that you are willing to do whatever is necessary for the success of the team, whatever it takes. 
right? Whatever it takes. You are a high-performing professional. Love that. You have job security. Well, I shouldn't say that. Your job security is likely increased. It means you're more apt to stay because you're more valued. Yes, I agree with that. You improve the likelihood of being promoted. That's so true. Those that do well with little get more. You can be trusted to complete challenging and meaningful job assignments. Okay, so I ask you, which one do you want to be? All right? It's a simple one, isn't it? And really, if you don't do these things, the number one, those things that I read first, that's what's going to happen. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Sue Freeze Show, spelt like fries. Uh, Please go on my website, suefreeze.com. Go on my website and check it out, all right? And you can download these questions that you can have your coworker, your spouse, your children, anybody. You can have them fill this out because the information you need in order to improve your life is is right. When you look in the mirror, you can assess it yourself. Or if you need some help, just ask those that are closest to you. It's painfully wonderful. It really is because you can get better. Okay, so that's that on that. So I'm going to read from the book that I read from before, Bold Leadership, Biblical Principles for Marketplace Impact, Dr. Merlin Switzer. And uh, I'm just going to read some of these things. These are bold leadership tips. Are you ready? Apologize. Isn't this funny? Apologize for your behavior when you are wrong. Wow. Principled values are a source of moral, ethical, and sacred truths that guide our behavior. How you believe what you believe does matter. And it, it really directs your path. When you get down to it, your belief system causes you to do this or do that. And sometimes we have to change our belief system in order to change the this or the that, right? Most people desire the following characteristics in leaders. Honesty, forward-looking, inspiring, and competent. Values should be rank-ordered so others know which takes precedence when conflicts occur. Oh, my gosh, that is so perfect. I, I just hired a new assistant. My other assistant decided to uh, go to a competitor's, which... Uh, she lied about, which I don't really appreciate. But with that said, uh, things work out for a reason, don't they? And uh, what I tell my new, anytime somebody comes on board, I will tell them that, especially working with me, I'm doing a lot of things, juggling a lot of hats, as most president CEOs do. And uh, so I tell each person, I'm going to throw a lot at you, and I'm going to keep throwing as long as you take. All right? I'm going to keep throwing more at you. It's up to you to tell me, that you need help with prioritizing the things that you need that I need done. And if this is more important than that, then obviously your priority is going to be get this done before get that done, right? But you're not going to know because you're not in my head. You, you can't read my mind. So you need to ask that question. So how often do we misplace or misunderstand expectations and maybe we are missing the boat because we just forget or refuse or don't want to ask the question? Okay, you're giving me all these things, and I really want to please you. I really want to do the right thing. But, you know, okay, or here's another one. You know, it's getting near the holidays, right? This just came to mind. It's getting near the holidays, and and you get asked to go to this, and you get asked to go to that. And, you know, there's just so many things to go to and so many things to do. And how do you decide what's most important? And when you've got other people involved, what you think is important might be on the low end of the totem pole for that person. So the best question to ask is, okay, we have this, this, and this to do on Friday night. What would be the one you would want to do most? Because we need to serve one another and you need to put others before yourself. If you really love them, put the other person first, right? So you have to decide in your mind, how important is the party that you really want to go to? From one to 10, how important is that party? 
then you got to ask your other person that's involved what party they want to go to, if it's a party, and say, how important is that to you from 1 to 10? That's going to help you decide which party you're going to go to. And, you know, I don't know about you, but if I can hit them all, I'm going to hit them all. It's just I have to time them right, and I have to figure out the distance between parties and how what happens when you RSVP, which, listen, people, it's becoming a, t- a thing of the past to say I'm going to be there and then show up, and even just to say you're going to be there. And I think it's so frustrating, especially when you're trying to figure out amount of food and amount of seating in a place. So if you're one of those that doesn't RSVP and just shows up, that's a lack of consideration. And don't hate me. Please don't hate me. But it is true because I've had parties and it's very difficult for me to know how much to buy, how much to prepare. You know, I just don't know because they don't say they're coming. How do I know how much to get? And the worst thing for a hostess or a host is to run out of food and drink and whatever. So, you know, could you help out, please, and be considerate? And if somebody says RSVP, maybe you should RSVP. It might be a good idea. So somebody need to hear that. It's the holidays, you know. So that is a good way to cause less friction is to say from 1 to 10, how important is this one to you? And 1 to 10, you know, I have a dinner party for somebody that I'm uh, seeing right now. And then I have a dance event that I I uh, went to the semifinals and I won, and so now I'm in the finals. But they're Christmas company dinner parties at the same time, and I can't be both places. So I have to decide with the person's help, you know, which one I'm going to do and which one is okay. And and so, you know, that's tough. That's a tough one because to me that, you know, I, I had to earn my position on this dance competition. But this is the company dinner party that only happens once a year. So, oh, my goodness, what a tough one that is. I'll let you know how that goes. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. Catch people doing the right things and let them know. Oh, see, there we go again. See, instead of always thinking about what can we do better and always looking for the problem and solution and results, we have to look for opportunities to say, way to go. boy, right? The two most important biblically principled values are as follows. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your entire mind. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew twenty two thirty seven thirty nine. 39, if you need the address, that's it. Integrity means consistently being authentic in our public and personal lives. It speaks to our character, serves as a guide in decision-making, gives rise to mental comfort in challenging times, grows stronger as we use it, promotes trust, and honors God. Love is energizing and healing. Love is often reciprocal. It stems from passion and was modeled by Jesus. Listen to employees or people that you love and care about to identify shared experiences and common aspirations to build relationships. Loving employees takes many shapes. It's not just employees. Loving people in general takes many shapes because not everybody receives it or gives it the same. If you're not sure about this, Five Love Languages by, I think it's Gary Chapman. I hope I'm right. Serving is acting in ways that benefit others. To grow a heart of service takes some time to think about how others have served you, enriching your life. Recognize that the Bible is God's playbook on how to live and lead. Respect others by respecting the choices they make. Emotional intelligence grows over time, as does biblical intelligence, if you practice spiritual disciplines. Working as unto the Lord means we ultimately work for God. Our diligence and quality of work should represent our best effort and be honoring to God. So when you get up in the morning, when my employees get up in the morning, yes, hopefully they're respecting me and honoring me and honoring our company. 
but I hope they're doing it unto the Lord. Look for opportunities to be salt and light in your company and community as you interact with others. Salt and light. You know, salt, when you put it on a wound, can be very painful, can't it? So it's really important that we deliver. We can deliver a message. It's very, we have to be careful on how we deliver the message. And I'm hoping that when we deliver the message, we do it in love, not in judgment. They're not the same. Mentor and encourage other leaders in the ways of biblical leadership. Communicate without distraction. Look around you and take time to identify needs. Develop strategies to make those meet those needs. Be gentle and encouraging toward others as you serve them. Accept responsibility if you have caused or contributed to the problems people experienced. Isn't that good? That is so good. Okay, so I'm leaving the book now, and I'm going to go to this. I don't have much time, so I'm going to get this in because I've been missing this for a while. Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence, Sarah Young. And I'm reading from today, and I haven't read it yet. And it's so amazing to me, God showing up the way he does, because it never fails, never fails that when I read this, it goes right along with the message, because I ask the Lord to guide me, you know, to guide the show. And I don't know, maybe he's reading this book every time. I don't know. I don't know. I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The one who walks beside you, holding you by your hand, is the same one who lives within you. This is a deep, unfathomable mystery. You and I are intertwined in an intimacy involving every fiber of your being. The light of my presence shines within you as well as upon you. I am in you, and you are in me. Therefore, nothing in heaven or on earth can separate you from me. As you sit quietly in my presence, your awareness of my life within you is heightened. This produces the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. I, the God of hope, Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in me so that you may bubble over and hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, Isaiah 42, 6. Roman fifteen thirteen, May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. And that's Romans fifteen thirteen. I love scriptures. I like, to, I like to back everything up with scriptures because his word never changes. The Bible's been around for mm, umpteen, umpteen years. And going to Israel and experiencing where he walked and experiencing the things that I experienced, man, I have to tell you it's life-changing. If you have a chance to go to Jerusalem, if you have a chance, do it. Do it. Don't hesitate. It was a fluke that I went, but not really. It was God's will that I go. But it was last minute, and it just happened, and everything just fell into place. Imagine that. So can I just speak from my heart for a moment? Because I really, really just want to talk to you, okay? Just, just person to person. It is the holidays, and the holidays for some is very, very sad, very depressing because it's a time when families gather and we get together and and all of those things. And so it can be a very joyous time, and then we have loss or things change in our lives. You know, the the traditions can't be the traditions, and I just lived this over the last uh, five, six, seven years, and um, it's just difficult. But it's 
if we are on the upside, the rainbow side, can we please just reach out, look for an opportunity, ask God to reveal to you someone that's possibly going to eat Christmas dinner from Ralph's, you know, that's going to go sit in a dinny somewhere and just be by themselves? Can you please take the challenge and look for an opportunity to be a blessing, to bring somebody into your home? Be careful. I get it. Be careful. But just bring somebody in. It could be a family member. You know, think. Just think about your family members. Who have you not talked to recently? Who could be by themselves? And just shed some love. Shed some light on that person for this holiday. Could you do that? Please do that. Be a blessing each and every day, but especially during the holidays. Look for opportunities to be that blessing. And I just want to wish each and every one of you a very, very Merry Christmas. Bye for now. I'm holding to the this has been the Sue Freeze Show, sponsored by E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.